episode 85, Brian Horn. Welcome to Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless, dragging down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you. Introducing YouthFit, the UK's first ever youth health and fitness summit. November the 22nd, London Gatwick. Registration and the early bird finishes this weekend. Now is the time. Get to the podcast. Good morning, everyone. We have an absolutely awesome one for you this morning. We have Brian Horn. Brian Horn is a best-selling author and entrepreneur. He helps professionals leverage their knowledge to gain authority status in their industry, then uses authority marketing to get them national media exposure. His unique method has been talked about and covered on the Howard Stern Show, Wall Street Journal, Huffington Post, Piers Hilton, CBS, Forbes, Advertising Age, and dozens of other media outlets. Inc. Mag- Magazine even named Brian as an emerging business leader to watch. Brian, that's an impressive intro. Are you ready to awaken your alpha? I am ready. Let's awaken me, please. <laughs> Man, <you're laughs> I've just seen your kids are in there to wake you up anyway, similar to me. That's awesome. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> we, had, we, had a, we had a big success this morning. We woke up to... Um, clean diapers and a, and a poop and a pee first thing in the morning right when we on the potty. So that's <laughs> all the successes, those things <laughs> didn't mean the most. That was, yeah, it's the little things that, was, that count. That's awesome. So, oh, yes. Brian, where, where are you coming from today? Is it? I see you're originally from Texas. Are you still in Texas? Still in Texas. I'm in Houston, right, right outside of Houston. I connected with Brian. He, a lot of the people he worked with have ended up being on my show. And he was like, hey, a lot of my buddies are on your show. And so we got chatting. And now he's on here and he does some really cool work. And uh, I'm lucky enough, I'm going to be on his show in the near future. And uh, we touched on it there. Brian writes for a lot, of, um, a lot of cool papers, the Huffington Post. And you just said you started a weekly, um, oh, is it a monthly slot or a weekly slot for another magazine? Uh, for entrepreneur, I'm, I'm cranking out. It's it's really whenever I, I want to put something out. Right now, I'm doing you know one every two weeks, putting okay. putting an article out there. Brilliant. Okay, so we like to start our show as well with uh, an alpha quote or a success quote that really sort of resonates with you that you like to live your life by and keeps you keeps you on the path. Absolutely, I got got one I just saw yesterday, and it's it's perfect for for this show. It's uh, uh success isn't owned, it's leased, and rent is due every day. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that's from that's from uh, JJ Watt, my my man. He's actually a, a you know NFL player here in the states, the you know leading defensive player, and a neighbor of mine lives a few houses down the road from me. And he is just a, a a hero to everybody in this town. And that's a a badass quote. I was going to say it's a, not much of an alpha then. <laughs> that <Yeah>. sounds absolutely <laughs> awesome. Very cool. I like the fact. Yeah, you just if you was very successful yesterday, like well done. But you know, today's a new day. I like that you just got to keep working at it. And yeah, rent is due. And yeah, that's awesome. Cool. So our next question we like to crack on with then as well. We want to find out about your origin story. How did you get to? So obviously, I assuming you grew up originally in Texas. Um, Mm -hmm. How did you get into this quite specific line of work? And to some people looking, it might sound quite uh, a random. You've got a few things on the go. We're going to find out more exactly what you do, but how did you follow this path? What did you want to be when you were growing up? Really, from an early age, I knew I was supposed to be an entrepreneur in some way because I was, it was, I was, you know, I'm, I'm a horrible employee. I've tried that before. I'm just, I'm a terrible employee. And when I was um, in uh, sixth grade, my uh, dad told me I needed to start uh, earning, earning my keep. And okay. uh, yeah, I wasn't going wasn't gonna to pay for my college, wasn't going to buy a car wasn't my clothes for me anymore. So I need to figure that stuff out. But he had some very specific rules. I could never borrow money and I could never work for anybody else. 
So that was my rules living living in his house. Which my, my dad was was they did this you know completely out of love and to teach me this stuff. He's a you know made a very nice living. Yeah. Um, but wanted me to figure this stuff out. So the so there was what twelve sorry thir- thirteen. So very little I could do. Yeah. But we so we figured out that all I could do is maybe mow lawns. We lived in a neighborhood <laughs> where everybody had you know multi acre properties. And we had a nice tractor. He said I could use a tractor and mow lawns if I wanted to. So I hit up, got a few neighbors that um, agreed to let me be their lawn guy. And did that? Had, I think I had about five, five, six people you know, paying me 30 bucks a week to mow their, their lawns, which was, which was plenty of money for a, a little kid. Yeah. Um, at the end of the summer, he said, you know, how was your summer? I, I had saved a bunch of money for clothes and stuff. I was going to get a lot better clothes than I normally had. I said, man, that was awesome. I got all this money in the bank. I just worked, a, you know, worked a, you know, just a you know, few hours of work each week. It wasn't that bad. He goes, so being out in the hot sun in Texas, which Texas is hot during the summer, because that's what you want to do the rest of your life. And I said, well, <laughs> no, now that you mentioned that really sucked. <laughs> I, just thought, I uh, was always having to you know, you know, be out and have mosquitoes biting me and be hot and sweaty. And um, so we figured out, so what would you, what do you like? And I was very into dogs. You know, we had dogs and I loved our dogs. I thought I could raise dogs. That'd be fun. And so we figured out that we took some of the money I had made mowing lawns and started raising Dalmatians. Made good money doing that. A couple of years later, my dad said, you know, how are you liking this? Is it what you want to do? And I said, well, it's cool, but it's, it's only very sporadic money. So I said I could be doing a lot more. And so just, I started looking around and I noticed that. How the, old were you at that stage? Okay. So I was like you know, 14 probably. Okay. And I realized that the, the same guy DJing all of our school dances and church dances, all that stuff was the same old guy. I think I can do that. <laughs> so uh, by the time I got the yes, I had no music, no sound equipment, no light equipment. I had nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and got my mom to drive me around to friends' homes to let me borrow speakers and lights and and was recording this is you know younger older guy than you i was recording songs off the radio on a tape player to make, make everything work and uh i did it i it was fun i took the money from that and started investing into uh, music and lights and when i say light show i was in the back like flipping switches on and off to make lights <laughs> what, what i like about that is like a classic thing that a lot of the entrepreneurs we have on talk about sell it before you even make it. So you're out selling <laughs> the DJing skills before you've, before you've got the DJing skills, before you've got the, the music, the lights, anything. I love it. By the time I graduated high school, I had a, I had a you know, full-on professional DJ system and was making about $1,000 a week playing uh, school dances and wow. weddings on weekends. And um, so that was, yeah, I did you know, over like 50 grand my senior year, which was you know, well more than the Teachers or probably assistant principals were making at the school. And I was working Friday and Saturday nights. After college, you're supposed to go into the corporate world, which is what I, I whatever that is, what I, I thought was supposed to happen. Yeah. And um, so was in there for a while and uh, got to a pretty good position where I was director of information technology for a corporation. And uh, they charged me with figuring out how to build an internet. And this was like in the late 90s when okay. I, your internet was starting to come up, but it wasn't something that everybody, every company had. I realized that um, Yahoo being first in Yahoo, this is before Google, was a, was a really important place to be because I was buying stuff and was very impressed and, and gave authority status to people that were at the top, like considering the experts. Yeah. Um, so I said, I'm going to figure out how to do this and sell stuff on, on the internet and figure out how to do SEO. And then I, I left there, got, was in SEO for a while, uh, did really good. I, when I was doing SEO, I had clients... Uh, a lot of the big info marketing clients, I'd like the Dan Kennedy and Brian Dice and uh, Perry Belcher, done stuff for, for uh, Frank Kern, for a whole bunch of people. I was doing SEO stuff. 
And uh, during that time, I built out a, uh, a uh, news release distribution system, a lot like, uh, like a PR web or some, similar thing like that yeah. uh, for, for SEO purposes. And during that time, I, one of my clients realized, that, well, I've been, by doing, by you know, pushing out this news release you developed, um, I was on ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox. Can I put that I've been seeing those places? So we checked their uh, terms of service. And it, you know, within certain guidelines, we could use it. We used that on one of our sales pages. And her conversions just went through the roof. It sounds like a bit of a light bulb moment. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a hell of a lot easier than, than SEO and always having to fight Google and make adjustments for whenever Google changes. I just do this and it, and it works. And getting in magazines, getting uh, on uh, TV shows, being interviewed on the news. So we figured out getting, getting reality shows. Uh, figured out all those things. And we're just building those into different packages for clients to help them position themselves as experts and authority to make it a lot easier to sell their stuff and get them just ridiculous amounts of exposure, which is exposure is like, you know, traffic on steroids. Cause it's not just an ad that people are seeing. If we're saying, you know, buy from me, buy from me, buy from me, you're getting that, that same stuff, but it's a third person saying that you're an expert. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's completely different. Really all about that exposure and positioning. And, and, if you guys think about it, does like a, a Jillian Michaels really know more about fitness and nutrition than any of you guys? I would, I would say no. I've seen what she recommends people eat on that the biggest, that's biggest loser over here in the yeah. States. I would say absolutely not, but she charges a hell of a lot more money than probably anybody listening to this also. Right? So I mean, yeah. It's just all about that. And if you get into the finance world, like the uh, Dave Ramsey, who's, you know, you know, I think he's at $18 million, you know, $18, $18 million he's worth right now probably doesn't know a whole lot more about personal finance than uh, most of the personal finance guys you talked or even fitness. Even further, we'll go Richard Simmons, who <laughs> I don't know if he's ever, been, ever been fit in his life, but he uh, is, is about, about 15 million right now. It's the hair, man. It's the hair. It's all the hair. <laughs> hair the baby oiled legs. No, it's a real, it's a really important point. And it's, it's, it comes from that, you know, they're out there, that knowledge or that perceived knowledge and the trust They've got everything they do is very well publicized and it's almost like they're, they're out there so much and so many, it's that social proof and there is, there's so much in the public eye that it's almost seems like they can't be quote like dodgy or they can't like run off of your money or you, you're going to get some kind of result because it's, it's, it's so well known. And then to a certain point, it's that status symbol of saying, you know, you're working with this person. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just that you're being, that you are being covered by the media and positioned as an expert and the other important point in this is to these, if you think about these people that I mentioned before, none of them call themselves the expert. They don't go around beating their chest saying, I'm, I'm brilliant, listen to me. They let the third parties do that for them. But what they also do is what we call, they position themselves as the educator and advocate for the success of their customers. Absolutely brilliant. So along this journey, I mean, it sounded a little bit like when you sort of realized how much this, the sales ramped up just by putting a few sort of logos as featured in and just publicizing where, where you've done some of your work, sales really jumped up. What would you say was like an awakening type moment? I mean, it could have been when you quit your corporate job or it could have been, it could have been when you was really young. Any key moments where you really thought, right, this is it. This is the path for me. It wasn't necessarily when I was out when I first left the corporate world, because I was still a little, you know, had, you know, struggle, not struggle, but I was, there was an adjustment period. And I still was, I was still was doing consulting work for, you know, one or two people. So it was almost yeah. like I was still working for people. I had my own, own business, but I just yeah. had a couple of clients and few, like bosses. It's a real tough transition. 
I think yeah, that's, it was a little lower off. That really is tough. Totally. Yeah, and then the the real point changed when my uh, major client, who was uh, you know one of my two clients, I was getting you know well into six figures just from one client, had to had to stop. It was all of a sudden just one day, cops said, "I can't pay you anymore." And I was going, "Oh, this is everything. Yeah. what am I going to do?" But then he said, but I'm going to recommend you to some other people. I think I got six clients from him, much smaller ones, like at the more in the, you know, you know three to 5,000 a month type clients, yeah. but it completely made up for what I lost from him plus some, and it wasn't putting all of my eggs, eggs in one, one basket. basket. Yeah. I, I, I was spread out where, where, you know, one or two dropped out. I was still fine. Yeah. And that's when it really clicked of how important that was to have uh, have a real business with a you know, bunch of bunch of different clients and not really be working one person putting money into marketing getting systems down where I could pull in more clients that's when everything really clicked as far as being a uh, being an entrepreneur during this process then it sounds like situations have really helped you sort of make the decisions and sort of awakened you but this is our Yoda question who helped awaken your alpha along this process I mean your dad sounds like a real key figure from early on yeah. really showing you the lessons but is there anyone else it could be sort of from young but is there anyone else in recent times that's really helped you crank it up enough yeah i would i would say i'll, I'll give you two people one uh, is my son who's four years old um when he was a he was two days old still in the hospital he had he stopped breathing and uh the nurses came in you know uh, uh, had, had to resuscitate him he was turning gray right in front of us they were resuscitating him and uh, they got it. The doctor came in, got him, got him back breathing again. Uh, but they put him in the uh, the uh, intensive care unit for a few days, trying to figure out what happened. Uh, after two days, they found out. Uh, they came back and said, "You know, Mr. Horn, we're sorry to inform you, your son has Down syndrome," which was a com complete shock to us. Yeah. Uh, and then he went about telling us that he's gonna, you know, have to live with you the rest of his life. He's not gonna be able to, to you know, walk, eat on his own, do all all these things, and. Um, I, we completely bought it. I was just crushed for 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 several days while he was still in NICU. I mean, we're just talking, you know, fetal position on the floor, crying, drinking oh, heavily every God. night just to fall asleep. Jeez, um, that. Yeah, and then uh, about a two weeks later, you know, we're at home. I just have him, you know, uh, have him, uh, my shirt off, laying in bed with him, have him on my chest, doing some skin to skin contact, and his little legs started started kicking, and so I put my 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 hands down by his legs, and he scooched up a couple inches on my chest. Whoa. Moved my hand up some more. He scooched up some more, and and just just about a minute, he scooched from from my stomach all the way up to my neck, um, and that was just basically him crawling. And yeah. so that immediately when that hit, I said, okay, all that stuff the doctor said about him not being able to do stuff is com complete BS. That's everything I've heard in my life about people telling me I can't do stuff. Yeah, I never believed it, but as soon as he told me about what my son was not going to be able to do, I, I bought a hook, line, and sink, and crushed me. Yeah, that that moment was a just a transformational moment for, for me, just him showing that you can't, um, you just can't listen to the you know, doctors and doctors yeah. in quotes. And that's gonna be all the experts telling you can't do stuff. And that completely changed, that completely changed everything. That is powerful, man. Cause Oh my goodness. I'm just so, I mean, at the start of your story, I'm just so glad they obviously resuscitated him at first. Well, I have a son who's just turned four. So obviously I'm straight away. I'm thinking, Oh geez, I can really imagine that. And, Ooh, that was a changing point for me, but you know, fingers crossed, everything went smoothly for me. But that must have been just, oh, I must have been horrible. But yeah, you can't tell people what they can and can't do. You know, it's, it's up to them. Right. I'm glad your little, your little kid wasn't listening. So what, what's yeah. that? <laughs> little fella's name? Jackson. 
Jackson, nice name, man. How's he doing now? Oh, he's awesome. He's he's doing really. He's he's very good. He's uh, you know, down to it. Just it takes a little longer than most on certain things, but yeah. other things he's right in right in line with. And uh, yeah, he's a he's ahead on other things. He's a you know, very physical little little dude. You know, we, we go outside and do stuff, and he uh likes to crank out some uh you know you know L L sitting chin ups and stuff, and he likes to work out as his uh, handstand push ups while he kind of balance his legs. So he uh, we Lame. he's pretty physical. Um, which they said he wasn't going to do that also. <laughs> yeah, so the one other person I'll, I'll give a, a shout-out to is one of my uh, mentors, and I'm in a mastermind. I think you may have him on the show. It's Kevin Nations. Did you have him yeah, on the show? Yeah, yeah, he was okay. episode 50. Episode 50. Okay, uh, episode 50. Yeah, so I'm, I'm in his uh, mastermind. He's uh, definitely been an influence on the – Yeah, the, he calls it the four Fs, really just kind of, yeah. really just the focus, focus on having it all, not just focusing all in business, but focus on your family and – fitness and faith and keeping all that uh you know tied up tied up together he helped me craft an email mail it to my list and did uh two hundred and two hundred and forty thousand dollars in uh in two weeks just by a couple emails yeah no kevin nations does not mess around yeah no that, that was a good email <laughs> <laughs> blimey well, guys, that's, that's another reason why you should listen to Brian on today's show. If, if, you're, if you're interested, if that pricks your interest at all as well, and uh, he's a man who can get you, help you get you into a position to send out an email like that eventually. That's awesome. We're going to mix up the pace here now anyway. This is going to be the yin-yang round, where we're going to find out a little bit more about what makes you tick and uh, a little bit more about you. Some may say this is a slightly random round, but it's, it's my show and I quite like it. So. <laughs> <It's great. laughs> okay. okay, we'll start off nice and easy. Night or day? Day. Schwarzenegger or Stallone? Stallone. Dinner out or dinner in? Uh, dinner out. Paris or London? Uh, it's Paris. I was going to say America or Australia, but that's kind of... <laughs> in America, that's kind of a... I tell you, I did, I did some, uh, quite a few speaking gigs over, over in Australia. And I, I loved it over there. I absolutely loved it. It's, it's very much like Texas. Going off the point a little bit, but um, I interviewed Toby Alexander. Yeah. And he's yeah, from Texas, know. obviously. And he was in his interview. That was really one of my most popular interviews. Really was good. He was talking about tex Texas is almost like it's it's almost like another country. It's very different from the rest of America. Yeah. I want your thoughts on that. <laughs> he said it's a very <laughs> much an alpha state. What does he mean by that? Yeah, Texas is uh, all is very focused on independence and individuality. We're the uh, state, we have the right to secede from the United States anytime we want. If we don't like what's going on, we just say, you know, just give the, give the thumb, <laughs> give the finger and, and, uh, and take off. It's, it's very, very independent type state. The whole attitude there is we can do it on our own. West Coast or East Coast? Uh, West Coast. Okay, I thought that'd be a good one because you're kind of in the middle, aren't you? Ish. Yeah, I like just the openness of the West Coast a little bit. I'm not into you know, te Texas is wide open. I, you've got a you know, acre or so of my, my own right here that my house is on, and I, oh, nice. and I don't like cramped spaces for long periods of time. Okay, this is the complete blank around. So I'm just going to get you to complete the blanks for me, and we'll find out a little bit more about you as well. Your best friend would describe you as honest. The last time you were drunk was. I was last last week when I spe after I finished speaking at an event. Oh, that's that's a good time. You earn it then. Yeah, yeah. But before then, it had been about probably about six months. I don't I don't drink much at all. But yeah, that was a <laughs> you caught me on a good one. <laughs> that sounds quite so lame. <laughs> no, that sounds good. So that's a good leeway. So what what event was that you were speaking at? It was one called Rock Your Talk. Kristen Thompson is a uh, a uh, coach for women, 
uh, women entrepreneurs and yeah. I was, was spoke at uh, spoke at her event and we uh, finished up afterwards went out with a bunch of other people there and I got a had a few cocktails it was it was nice there was uh, about 150 people there and there was seven men <laughs> the whole event <laughs> and two of them were me and my partner another two were our um, uh, uh, people on our list that came there and we invited them so we, we made up about the entire <laughs> and all the men were our, our oh group. My God. Them guys that you invited to the uh, event, they must have been loving you. <laughs> oh, they were thrilled. <laughs> Damn. We'll come to all your events. This is brilliant. Yeah, this is bad at all. <laughs> That's quality. Your favorite movie of all time is? Still gotta go Star Wars. The very first. I, was, I remember my dad taking me out a few times when I, was, uh, when I was a kid. When I was really, I was like four years old. Your celebrity crush is, if it exists, I should say. Uh, Who floats your boat? Who's out in the public space? Yeah, it's still got to be like Jessica Alba, I guess. I've been, I've been, I've liked her. She comes up a lot. I'm not even joking. I don't. Yeah, I'm sure she's. (laughs) She's a little honey. I'm not even. I'm gonna have to contact her and say, by the way, you are the uh, entrepreneur, the male entrepreneurs woman of the year. You're honestly, that's probably. She's come up about 80%. Let's... <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm sure there's some more women out there. Yeah, I mean, the one I also always mention is just, she's a, <laughs> a local traffic girl here on TV. <laughs> she, is, she, is so, she is so hot. This drives me crazy. <laughs> well, we're pretty much getting to the alpha round. So this is where you're going to give us all your tools, tricks, and advice, and resources. And we'd like to start off with a, a book recommendation. All-time favorite one is uh, Psycho-Cybernetics. Okay. Maxwell Malt is the author. Solid, solid book. That's, uh, I've read that one so many times. It's a, um, it's, it's, it's a science of self-improvement. Um, basically, just a lot, the, a lot of the self-improvement stuff that a lot of times is really kind of more you know, spiritual and, I guess, woo-woo and makes it very, very factual and scientific and gives, gives good examples. Okay. And this one, this one could, I'm interested in because obviously your background of SEO and sort of quite a lot of IT. Is there a particular productivity resource or just a, a resource that you can share with us that helps your everyday life and you use? Like it could be an app, it could be a piece of software. Just the, the to-do list apps really help me. I, I use Todoist right now. T-O-D-O-I-S-T. It just you know, syncs between my, my, my phone and desktop and laptop and my, my Kindle, my iPads, whatever I am, I've got that. So it's really easy just to, to throw stuff on. I've got another good free success resource for you. I hear there's a good podcast, but you and your you and your friend do. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Every Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah, we've stopped for a while. We're getting ready to to uh, launch it back up again, though. So we're going to go and probably, probably more like every every other week or so. We're going to go into it now. But yeah, it's uh, it's called Authority Alchemy, and we just cover authority marketing principles and how that can be used in different uh, different areas. So we're going to get a, uh, a have a it's something tactical each each week webinars how to use authority like in uh next would be how to use authority in funnels a bunch of stuff like that so just applying this and make sure you show your expertise as much as possible because when you do that sales becomes just tremendously easier you become the the choice without even having to be so you move from what i like to call move from a sales position to a filtering position we really just are filtering out who is the best client for that you can help the absolute most and letting the other ones go somewhere else. Yeah, perfect. I mean, this, this seems like a good time to as well then mention, have you got any sort of common mistakes in this area that we just talked about specifically? Any common mistakes that you see a lot of people out there making and maybe some key tips? Two biggest mistakes, not on opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, one is that people think they have to 
to you know crow and brag about themselves to be seen as a as a leader. And if you look at leaders, they they don't do that. Most are are, are humble. They're out trying to to help people and letting everybody else talk about how great they are. On the other side, people thinking that they're not ready yet, and they think, well, I I need to just get once I get my book done, then I'll be ready. Or once I you finish my website, then I'll be ready to, to, to really go out and get, try to get some media exposure. And it's all, it's all bullshit. Do you yeah. that? That, it, it's just, you are telling yourself lies because you're scared to step up and put yourself out there. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. massive. You've been guilty of this in the past. And like you said about the success is a daily thing. This is a, yeah. a, a fault that's always not that far from my mind. And I just, that's just being honest. You know, if you've got to, You've got to just keep pushing forward. Yeah. It's like, for, well, that's what held me back for years because you, it's the same thing. You just you think, oh, I'll do that when. Uh, perfect inaction for years. I was always doing bits but never going full hog because that will happen at another time when it's all perfect, which never happens. So it's, it's all about just right. implementing, cracking on, taking action, and then you can tweak it as you go. Yeah, it's, it's just getting out and realizing that you're all re- If you can help somebody, you're already ready. And that, that's the, the you're, you're an expert to them. So the guy that... Uh, change this oil in my car. He's an expert to me. When I have a problem, I go in there and I'm, I say, I trust you. You do your thing, and, and I'll, I'll trust you. That's the same way with whatever you're doing. Have some confidence, but don't don't be a don't be an ass about it. You yeah, that's a, you, you, you took on a I mentioned another key thing there. If you actually, as someone who employs an expert or someone, a mentor, a coach to help you, then you know take their advice, trust them, and you know commit to it. Because again, if you start taking their advice filtering it and just picking out bits you like and bits you don't like, then you're doing your own system. And you know, what's the point of getting uh, an expert in or a coaching? So that, that's something yeah. that you know, can frustrate a lot of people. I know. That's yeah, it. absolutely. And, and the, the thing with this also is if uh, by not sharing your gift with as many people as possible, you're, you're, you're not honoring it. There's even a, a Bible verse. I like, to, I like to, to share with this that no one lights a lamp and then hides it or puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where, it, where it's like me seen by all those who enter the house. So you've got a responsibility to let your let your light be seen. That's a little, little you know, spiritual, a little, little out there, but it's a it really drives home the point that you've got something special, and you're yeah. you're being weak by not putting it out there and just and not trust and not be, if you're just be, if you're not doing it because you're scared people are gonna not like you. People ain't gonna like you. That's <laughs> the key thing. Like you don't want to be liked by everyone because then you know oh. that's, that's a bit bland. You wanna you wanna polarize opinions potentially, and if you're being authentically you. There's no one out there, if they've been 100% themselves, that everyone's going to like because everyone's different. But you're going to, like you said, about filtering potential clients or people that are going to come and hang out with you, basically. You want to show your true self because then you attract like minds. That's a key thing. If, you wanna, if you're going to put yourself out there, shine your light bright, you're going to get haters you're, or you're just going to get people who don't like you, but that's fine. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's <laughs> great. I, I, I welcome it now because it, 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 somebody showed me one time that, that – you know, everything in nature has balance. So the more people you have that just viscerally hate you, you're going to have that same percentage of people that just absolutely love you and want to know everything about you. So if you're milk toast in the middle, nobody's going to care about you. You can be who you want to be, but I'd much rather be the, yeah, be the polarizing guy. I completely agree. Okay, cool. What would you say is one of your particular alpha habit that you're in the routine of doing you have to do to have a real productive day or a good day? I have to uh, kill myself at the gym every morning. That's just my my thing. I'm I'm very very habitual about everything. Whenever anything in my my routine gets thrown off, I completely just just lose. I have to have notes every if I'm doing something different. If I like have anything different, I have to write notes and stick it somewhere. I get up like at five and just go on a 
walk outside and listen to a you know, self-development yep. you know, audio book of some kind. For like, like, I just kind of walk, walk along the water here just to kind of clear my mind and have some time by myself. Then get back at the kids, uh, make them breakfast, get them up and kind of going. And then I go to the gym, work with my trainer for an hour, come home, have my uh, have a little uh, you know, green drink, and then start, start my day. And that's my yeah. routine. If it's, and whenever that's off, it, it throws me off. <laughs> uh, I, I hear similarities there, but I, I've, I've messed, not messed around. I've tried different times and just, I, it has to be a, a similar sort of time to yourself. It has to be early doors for me. And it's, I could do it potentially other times, but I've tried, you know, you experiment with what works with you and it has yeah. to, the rest of my day just flows from that, you know? So yeah, it's just, it's over and done with not, I'm going, well, I can't do anything at, at this time because it's here. Who do you think I should interview next or very soon? How about if you had a Sean Stevenson on yet? No. He actually speaks or spoken for uh, Tony Robbins a few times. He has a really good, a good story. He was uh, born with a, uh, a genetic condition also where he's a, he's a little person. Yeah. But he's a, he's a total badass man. He's, he's would be perfect oh, for this. Cool. He's got you a, know him at all? Do you have any kind of links to him or is that just? Oh yeah. 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 No, no, I know him. He's, he's yeah. Yeah. I know him. I can, uh, I can do an intro. He'd be, ah. he'd be great, man. He's got a, a big following. His uh, last YouTube video had, I think had 3 million views on, not YouTube, but his Facebook video had 3 million views on it. So he's got a, hell. Yeah, he's a <laughs> man. That, he's cool, man. He's spoken. A, 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 I'd love to have him on Awakening Up. That's awesome. Well, yeah, no, he's, he'd be a good one. Well, that that's unless anyone else springs to mind, I'm I'm very happy with that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. He's a, he's a he'd be a good one. Okay, brilliant. And I suppose finally, what was the one question you wished I'd asked or you thought I was going to ask, and I've kind of missed it at the moment. Anything spring to mind? Yeah, well, we hit on all the the. the that kind of cool well you didn't ask me who my coolest client was oh we oh gee we talked about that yeah, that's it. <laughs> and again if this doesn't entertain anyone else i don't care because this is cool to me vanilla ice you told me but that's gonna be yeah. Well. yeah can you tell us about some well, for starters like i know you've uh did you produce uh, a record as well last last year yeah well, what that was <laughs> the this whole is, record this thing is, section of the show we're just gonna get into some weird cool stuff so go for it yeah the whole the whole little um i have i have a, a producer credit for an album and producer credit for a movie um, those, were, those were both things me, me playing around with um, oh, kickstarter.com where you go to you contribute a certain amount of money like give you uh, yeah. producer credit <laughs> let me just see that look, that look cool on a um, on a bio let me see how that how that works and just you know, just for the you know sheer yeah, joy it's well, it rare, yeah, definitely experiments yeah it works okay so, back. Yeah, so that, that's what that those are those two things for yeah but the whole vanilla ice thing <laughs> was you no know, everybody knows him from his music career but he yeah had a, for years, had like a, like an eight-figure real estate investing business down in, down in Florida where he's making a ton of money. He got into that by accident when he was making all this, you know, ice, ice baby money. He was <laughs> buying homes all over the country. Then that dried up and he's running out of money. So he started, had to sell his homes and made a lot of money selling them. So he goes, shit, you know, this is a lot easier than doing music. So I'm just going <laughs> to, I can do this. So he started doing more of that. Then uh, he got a uh, TV show called the uh, Vanilla Ice Project, just for a reality show, just to hit, showing him flipping yeah. multi-million-dollar homes. And with the success with that show, he wanted to do an um, uh, info, a real estate info product. And I got brought in at that time, and so we had our you know Skype calls talk, talking about. Oh man, that uh, must have been uh, a weird moment. Or like, is this like you must have been thinking, is this actually happening? <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, it was a little surreal. <laughs> Working with vanilla ice on stuff. And that he's a really smart guy that knows that business backwards and forwards and is very serious very serious about it. That, that was a, a cool, cool client to work with, for sure, just for the fact of that. Back in the day, yes. I mean, that one was a special place in my heart. That was the first record I ever bought. I oh, really? Candy. That was the one. And I, I was like, first, I never, I didn't buy a lot of music, and that was the one. And the move. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. The moves. Oh, I love it. What a legend. Well, mate, what a way to end the show. If this has got yeah. something for everyone now, that's absolutely beautiful. What's the best way people can connect with you if they want to find out more? Yeah, come over to Authority Alchemy. And you'll see uh, our, our opt-in there is for a free video training on how you can become a guest or a weekly guest contributor for CNN. Awesome way to show that you are a social expert. So everybody can come into authorityalchemy.com. You can just Google me also. You can see me on, on entrepreneur.com, on Huffington Post, personal branding blog. I've got a lot of places I write for. So I've got brilliant. content all over the place. Absolutely brilliant. Well, well, guys, I mean, I had a little sneaky look at that video you were just talking about and if you take nothing else away from this episode, that little bit at the end, just to go and get that video train, I mean, that's well worth the listen to this uh, episode just in itself. Plenty of cool stuff coming your way. Thank you so much. Um, we'll be speaking to you in the next couple of weeks again. Absolutely. So you'll be running the show, and so that'll be awesome. <laughs> yeah. so, um, my friend, we are, we are done. Thanks for coming on. All right, thank you for having me. Thanks, everybody. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. Youth Fit 2014 Youth Health and Fitness Summit. If you work with under 18s and are passionate about raising the bar, both in terms of your own coaching, your income, and the lives of all those under 18s you help, you need to be here. Come and experience the first ever annual summit of the UK Youth Conditioning Association. Saturday, November 22nd, 2014. If you're in the UK, you've got no excuses. Get your butt down here. Registration and the early bird finishes this weekend, so that's an important deadline for anyone who's actually going to come along. You need to get in now. Contact me, Adam Lewis Walker. You can go through Facebook. Now is the time. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. <laughs> <laughs>